Welcome to the Radio 191 FM podcast. I'm going to be doing a deep dive into the Beatles' White Album, which is one of my favourite albums of all time, I guess. Uh, it's a very eclectic and out-them album. It's got a mix of some sort of weird political commentary with some almost nonsense songs and then some real uh, crazy experimentation, especially on tracks like uh, Helter Skelter, which is noisy and then your blues which is a, a Lennon composition which is just crazy and weird and out there and I'm a massive fan of it um so yeah the album was released in 1968 and the songs were mostly written around the time the Beatles were in India in February of 1968 and uh they were on a trans transcendent transcendental meditation thing in uh, India and they had some falling outs and there's a bit of conflict and you can read up about that but it was definitely the beginning of the end for the Beatles I think Brian Epstein Epstein had died who was their original manager had died by then and uh, there was starting to be a bit of conflict within the band and fractures and at this point um, John Lennon and Paul McCartney were definitely sort of mostly writing songs by themselves though of course with input from the other uh, half of their songwriting duo and uh, speaking of that the first two songs we're going to look at are Back in the USSR and uh, Obladi Oblada which are some of the first tracks on the album I know Obladi Oblada is maligned by many but I think it's a nice song I think it's a fun pop song and uh it's my show, so I can do what I want. But anyway, Back in the USSR is just an awesome song. I love the drumming on it, which I believe was performed by Paul McCartney himself um, after they had a, Ringo Starr had a falling out at the recording sessions with the rest of the band, and I believe he threatened to quit or quit, but they, uh, they, recon- they convinced him to rejoin the band. Um, so I believe Paul McCartney's playing drums on this. The guitar is searing. There's some really great uh, lead guitar parts throughout this track. Uh, the backing vocals are awesome. They've got that sort of doo-woppy, um, almost Little Richard vibe, that 1950s uh, rock and roll vibe, which is very cool. Paul McCartney's lyrics, as always... Um, sorry, not his lyrics. His vocals are impeccable. I am a massive fan of Paul McCartney's voice. And it's just a... Yeah, it's a really cool song. Um, I had the pleasure and uh, the great fortune of seeing Paul McCartney live way back in 2017 in Sydney. And uh, even though his voice, you know, it's a little worse for you, of course, because he's now like 76 or something or 78. Um, I'm, I was very impressed. He played a three-hour set, um, and including some of the songs we're going to listen to tonight. I was a massive fan. It was very, very cool. Uh, yeah. So let's kick it off with Back in the USSR, one of my favourite tracks, and just an awesome track in general. Uh, you're doing, you're doing, we are doing a deep dive into the Beatles' White Album, and we're kicking it off with Back in the USSR, and then following it up with Obladi, Oblada, you're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM, here's Back in the USSR. Wait. 
activate your Radio 1 card and unlock discounts on products and services all across Aotearoa like this. Get a free 10ml of Shosha e-juice of your choice with any starter kit from Shosha. Two locations at 14 Hanover Street in the city and 197 King Edward Street in South Dunedin. Go to www.r1.co.nz forward slash activate and open up a world of savings with your Radio 1 card. volunteer to join the Radio 191 FM news team and use your powers for good. Black Lives Matter. Join the movement to fight for freedom, liberation and justice by signing up for updates, supporting the Black Lives Matter mahi, checking out the resources and following BLM on social media. Listen and learn how you can be an effective ally, educate yourself about the struggle and get involved by making a donation or wearing some dope official gear. Join the global movement. Go to blacklivesmatter.com to get involved. That was Obladi Obladar by the Beatles off their self-titled 1968 White Album. And before that, we had back in the USSR off the same album. We're doing a deep dive into it on Monday Night Psych. Uh, that song Obladi Obladar is such a funky little pop tune. It's got, I feel like it's a really proto, almost like modern pop. You know, it's got the hand claps and it's got the um, you know, funky bass line and it's got the bright sort of jingly almost aesthetic to it the piano is super bright and trebly and it's awesome uh, I'm a massive fan and the bass line especially I love how warm it is it cuts through the mix it's super funky uh, Paul McCartney was massively influenced by James Jameson who was an incredible bassist who played on almost all of the Motown hit records he's a session musician he played on 23 number one uh, Billboard number one hits which is incredible and I believe it was 56 R&B number one hits in the US which is unbelievable super talented bassist and uh, Paul McCartney was heavily inspired by him and he really sort of mimicked or imitated that style which is and you definitely hear it in that song and it's very very cool Uh, coming up next I want to look at While My Guitar Gently Weeps and Happiness is a Warm Gun songs written by George Harrison and John Lennon respectively speaking of John Lennon he actually Allegedly, that intro to Obladi Oblada, that sort of banging piano chords, was um, done by John Lennon because Paul McCartney couldn't find an intro to the song. And uh, John Lennon, who quite hated that song, he called it uh, one of Paul's granny songs, um, just came into the keyboard, uh, came in 
sort of the studio and just slammed down those chords at the start and um they liked it so they just added it which i think is very cool and a, uh, very much a testament to uh, the beatles musical ability Anyway, While My Guitar Gently Weeps, one of my favourite songs. It's so moody, it's atmospheric, it's so... Oh. Um, the vocals by George Harrison are great. I, I love his voice, and I, I think he's a very underrated songwriter. I think people... When I think of the Beatles, they definitely think McCartney and Lennon, but I think George Harrison was definitely by far as talented... By far? Equally as talented as them. And uh, I think... Yeah, this song really proves it to me. It, of course, has an incredible solo or lead guitar work by Eric Clapton, who Harrison brought in. Um, Harrison also helped write some of Cream's songs or worked with on some of Cream's songs, such as Badge. But, yeah, it's got awesome guitar work to piano. I love the sort of slight reverb on it. The bass line is great, as always. It's just a really haunting, spooky song. I'm a massive fan of it. So let's take a listen and enough that we will have happiness is a warm gun both from the beatles white album which we are doing a deep dive into tonight on monday night psych let's check it out while my guitar gently weeps by the beatles you're listening to monday night psych on radio 1 91 fm
She's not a girl who misses much. Oh yeah. She's well acquainted with the touch of the velvet hand, like a lizard on a window pane. The man in the crowd with the multicolored mirrors on his hobnail boots. With his eyes while his hands are busy working overtime. A soap impression of his wife, which he ate and donated to the National Trust. That was Happiness is a Warm Gun by The Beatles. Before that, we had While My Guitar Gently Weeps, both songs from The White Album, which was released in 1968. I forgot to mention it before, but one other aspect I love about While My Guitar Gently Weeps is that chunky sort of uh, groove it has. You know, the, the guitar and the bass just sort of hit those chords real hard and just sort of oh it's it's real chunky and then that reverbed you know piano just brings it home i i love that groove in that song it's very cool and the guitar solo is excellent uh happiness is a warm gun is kind of a strange song it's almost got a i guess a, a pseudo rhapsodical structure as in a rhapsody being where each section is completely new material it's not quite a rhapsody because you know it, it reuses some of those aspects but it's a it's it's kind of weird um it starts off with that real spooky sort of chorus reverby guitar and then um that with you know the sort of rhythm guitar brings in these chunky sort of bright trebly 
um, stabs on the chords, which sounds just so cool. And it's uh, I really love the guitar tone that the Beatles used. I believe they used some like weird, um, not tube amps, the uh, solid state amps. They used these Vox solid state amps for a lot of their their guitar tones, which gave it a very unique sound. And I'm a massive fan of it. Um, speaking of which, if you are interested in all the sort of production or especially the guitar tone side of it, there's an excellent video on YouTube or a pair of videos by this um, group called Reverb who are kind of like eBay for musicians and they have a whole video looking at how the Beatles got their guitar tones and how you can sort of replicate it with modern equipment. It's very cool. I definitely recommend it. Uh, but back to Happiness as a Warm Gun, then we get that, that sort of fuzzy solo come out uh, it's almost like a it, it is a fuzz tone but of course back then they didn't have the same sort of guitar effects pedals so it's a real distinctive bright sort of almost like um trebly fuzz and it sounds really cool and then we get into that sort of chorus where uh, we have the the high backing vocals saying you know bang bang shoot shoot which is weird but great and uh, originally uh, I don't know if this is true but what I heard is that John Lennon was inspired to write the song after he went in the United States and he, he saw an, uh, like a brochure or an advertisement from a gun shop in the US and it said happiness is a warm gun the implication being you've just shot a gun so it's warm so very American, very strange it's a very cool song and I'm a massive fan next up I want to play a trio of sort of shorter songs to um, capture some of the, the weirder songs in the album Martha My Dear Blackbird and Why Don't We Do It in the Road all songs I'm massive fans of Martha My Dear has some great George Martin um, orchestral writing George Martin of course was the Beatles longtime producer for most of their albums and uh, he did a lot of the orchestral writing he was a classically trained musician extremely talented um, so I really love that I love the sort of middle section of the song where um, you know the bass comes in like the electric bass that is and uh, we get the sort of rock man feel amongst the strings which is an aesthetic I'm always here for uh, after that we'll have Blackbird which is a classic song just Paul McCartney and a guitar I don't think it needs much more introduction than that it's um, a phenomenal song I saw Paul McCartney play it live I was very lucky to see that and um, he told us well he told the audience not just me but he told he told us uh, that he wrote it uh, as a response to the civil rights movement in the US, which is um, quite interesting, I think. Gives the lyrics a nice new uh, context to them, and then after that we'll have Why Don't We Do It In A Road. Coincidentally, these are all Paul McCartney tracks, but um, yeah, I, I love Why Don't We Do It In A Road. It's just bluesy, it's harsh, it's just blunt, it's funny, it's, it's great. I love the attitude in it. It's a really cool song. So let's check it out. Here's Martha, My Dear, by the Beatles off the White Album. We're doing a deep dive into the Beatles' 1968 uh, self-titled album. You're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM. Here's Martha, my dear. Days in 
dead of night Take these broken wings and learn to fly All your life You were only waiting for this moment to arise Blackbird singing in the dead of night Take these sunken eyes and learn to see All your life You are only waiting for this moment to be free Blackbird fly Blackbird fly Into the line of a dark black Why Don't We Do It On Road by the Beatles 
off their 1968 self-titled album. Before that, we had Blackbird and Martha, My Dear, all three songs written by Paul McCartney. That last track, Why Don't We Do It In A Road, is so cool. It's so groovy, even though it basically just stays on, I believe it's just two chords, basically, the whole time. It's got a real you know, simple bass line and the, the, the piano chords are just repeating the same thing and then uh, McCart- McCartney's vocals are very, oh, they're so raw and intense and I, I'm a massive fan of it. Yeah, some very cool songs. Uh, before that we had Blackbird, which is a song I'm a massive fan of. I really love McCartney's sort of unique, almost, he, he, he'll play some notes, like a bass note and a higher note. And he does this weird sort of strumming thing. He also does it in Yesterday, which is another classic Beatles song. And um, I've never been quite able to imitate it, even though, you know, he's a self-taught musician. Uh, it's quite a unique style, and I quite like it. Uh, moving on, I want to look at two songs by John Lennon, Your Blues, and Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey, which is allegedly about the, um, the sort of guru, the Indian guru, uh, who they had a falling out with in India because he was allegedly being... Uh, seedy towards women which I can definitely believe Um, anyway two really cool songs two really raw garage rock style songs your blues is just so awesome I love the interplay between the lead and rhythm guitar that sort of quickly strummed rhythm guitar line that sort of slides down and then Lennon's vocals are so howling especially in the chorus where he's you know just saying um, want to die and all this stuff it's a uh, you know just very potent stuff and then the lead guitar line is awesome and then I love especially in this this sort of solo-y section where you get the two styles of guitar this sort of very jammable chorused guitar that's sort of repeating the same line over and over again and that repetition is you know very catchy and easy to sort of groove to and then we get a, a really bright trebly almost nasally sounding lead guitar come in and play this very cool solo and then at the very end Lennon pulls away from the mic and we just sort of hear him yelling from a distance which is a very cool effect and I'm a massive fan of it so let's check it out Your Blues by the Beatles and following that we'll have Everybody's Got Something to Hide except me and my monkey you're seeing to the deep dive on Monday Night Psych on Radio 1, 91 FM. You know the reason why 
That was Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey by The Beatles. Before that, we had Yo Blues, both uh, John Lennon compositions. There are some very garagey vocals. I love that track, Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey, especially that build-up as he gets to the chorus and his vocals get really high and he yells, Everybody's Got Something to Hide Except Me and My Monkey, and it all drops and we get that, that nice sort of funky, not funky, um, staccato sort of bass line. It hits with the chords and it's just really cool and we get that sort of trebly guitar tone come in again that lead guitar tone which is so prominent throughout this album and comes in and does some awesome uh lead sort of line it sounds very cool and it's, i don't know it's just a very real groovy song uh to finish off tonight's deep dive i want to look at one more track which is uh probably the most revolutionary track i think on this album it's helter skelter uh it was written by paul mccartney after uh, one of the members of The Who, whose name completely eludes me right now, um, Pete Townsend, the lead guitarist of The Who, uh, he said, you know, we've written this song and it's it's the heaviest song ever, and it, it really wasn't very heavy listening back to it now. Um, it was actually kind of disappointing when I listened to it, but um, Paul McCartney took that as a challenge and they, they he wanted to make a heavier song, and boy did they make a heavier song this sounds like proto metal almost it's very heavy it's still got that sort of bluesy vibe but um oh the 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 guitar is noisy it's loud the drums are just thumping at the end Ringo Starr yells I've got blisters on my fingers because apparently they cut the song when they were doing like a a 20-30 minute jam and Ringo Starr that whole time was just thumping the drums and then um, the bass on this is heavy. It wasn't actually played by Paul McCartney, the bass on this track. It was on a six-string uh, Fender Bass 6, which is kind of looks like a, a normal guitar, but it's got bass strings on it. It's got six strings, and typically you'd play it with a pick or something as opposed to with your fingers like you do on a lot of, or most bass players play with their fingers. So uh, John Lennon is playing the bass on this track on a Fender Bass 6, and he's just playing it with a pick, so he gets that really chunky sort of sound to it, that real chuggy sound that um, really comes out and it's almost it is very reminiscent of metal music which you hear a lot, the guitar solos or I, I hesitate to use the word guitar solos um, more like guitar interludes come out and they pop out of the mix and they're, they're searing and they're cool and then uh, the, the chorus is so rhythmic and it's just so jammable, which I've been using that word a lot tonight but this whole album is jammable and uh mccartney's vocals are just intense yeah it's a great song and um weirdly enough it actually inspired charles manson as you may know who uh, went and committed a bunch of murders with his cult so that's a, a less 
nice side to the song but it's still an awesome song and I, I think it's a very cool example of the, the Beatles more experimental side so to conclude tonight's deep dive let's check out Helter Skelter by the Beatles you're listening to Monday Night Psych on Radio 1 91 FM here is Helter Skelter to conclude our deep dive tonight next week we'll be looking at a contemporary artist I want to look at A Hero's Death which is the latest album by Fontaine's DC I've been a massive fan of it so we'll check that out next week on the deep dive but right now here's Helter Skelter
That was Helter Skelter by the Beatles to conclude our deep dive into the Beatles' 1968 self-titled album, The White Album, as it's called. Tune in next week where we will be looking at a contemporary album, A Hero's Death, the latest album by Fontaine's DC, which I'm a huge fan of. This was a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. All of our content lives online at r1.co.nz.